Welcome to the People Doing Good podcast. I'm here with the laughing Jerry Robinson. I am Ryan Bolt. <laughs> and I am Jerry Robinson. You know what? I'm laughing because I'm in I'm in a good mood. I'm, good. I, I'm in a really good mood because there's a lot of uh, good things that are just happening. You know what? I'm realizing if I get my mind right in the beginning of the morning, everything else will fall in this place. So you know what? I am in a good mood. Yes, I am. Good, Jerry. Me too. And today's episode puts a smile on my face because we had an opportunity to sit down with three young ladies who are going to be high school freshmen this fall. And, you know, listeners, remember your beginning of high school, the first day of school and the excitement around that? Well, it's looking a little bit different for the kids these days. And I wanted to hear their perspective and allow them to share with you how they're feeling about this and what they've been doing. So the three girls, we have Marlo, we have Sienna, and we have Abby. And I was Marlo's PE teacher from kindergarten to sixth grade. So I've watched this young lady grow up and love her dearly. She is quite funny and among many other things. Um, and Sienna and Abby, the other two young ladies, are also, I, I mentor and coach basketball. Um, I do trainings with them a couple times a week. So we, not only do we work on their basketball skills, but we, we kind of talk about life and life skills too and, and things like that. So I just find these young ladies to be just amazing. And I'm looking forward to you uh, hearing the interview or the conversation we had with them. Girls, thanks for coming on. Hi, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Hi. I'm glad. I'm glad you ladies. I'm glad you young ladies are here with us today. Thank you very much. I spoke with you a little bit earlier about how I think that you know there's been so much talk in the news about what's going to happen with back to school and education, and the three of you going into ninth grade. You're starting high school during this crazy time, and I think hearing your opinions on the situation is really important for people. And I want to start with my first question for, for the three of you. And I know the three of you are all very smart girls and you're, you're also um, educated and you pay attention to what's going on in the world. So I, I want to know if you, the three of you, Sienna, Marlo and Abby were the school board and Newsom hadn't decided that we couldn't go back and you as the school board could decide, do we go back 100%? Do we go back half distance learning or do we 100% distance learn? What would the three of you decide? Abby, will you go first? I think I would say distance learning because it's going to be, I mean, especially with a school like Annalie, it's kind of impossible to social distance and we can't trust the children to make good decisions about wearing masks all the time. Nobody can guarantee that. And we have to keep the safety in the teachers too. We have to keep that in mind. That's a huge thing because a lot of the teachers are older and we can't have their boards getting mad too. That's true. What about you, Marla? Um, so I feel like we kind of rushed in like this town just in general, like we rushed into opening everything super like early. And so now everything's having to close down again. And so I was really interested in like the hybrid learning part of it because then you kind of got to go to your classes, meet your teachers, but also, you know, stay at home, do more stuff that you wouldn't get to do before, but also kind of just 
interact with your class, meet your classmates, because we're incoming freshmen and we've never met some of the people in our class. And so I think that'd be really interesting. But also, like Abby said, we it's kind of hard because you're endangering people and, you know, you got to do what's right for the community. Right, you're right. And Sienna, what about you? Um, I definitely agree with everything that Abby and Marlo said. I mean, my, um, like the social part of me loves, I would love to go back to regular school and go back to see my friends and my teachers because I'm definitely a person who is based off of social connection. And I would love to go back, but I think for the safety and health of everyone in my community and the kids who are going to be going to the same school as me, it would be best to do a distance learning or some sort of hybrid learning for the school. So yeah. Right. See, Jerry, I told you these girls were intelligent and well-informed. You see that? Yes, you did. You know what? Not only are they well-informed, what I'm impressed by these, these young ladies here is that they care about other people. It's not just about them. I mean, all three of them were talking about, you know, concerns for the teacher and then uh, other students. And uh, it's exciting for me to hear, you know, the concerns that these young ladies, freshmen, right? Mm-hmm. Will be freshmen that they have for, for their entire school and their entire community. And uh, yeah, it's cool. Well, you know what? I knew we had, to, I knew, I knew we had the three best guests on our show that we could possibly have today. Good job, Mariah. Oh, thank you. I'm just You're lucky welcome. to know them. Um, so uh, another question for you. During this period of time, you know, you didn't get to finish your eighth grade year. Normally you would have had an eighth grade graduation. And I'm sure that that was frustrating on a lot of levels. I'm wondering about anxiety and depression around this. If any of the three of you have experienced any of those sorts of feelings during this time. Diana, do you want to go first on that one? I personally haven't experienced any like extreme anxiety or depression during this like era, but some of my family members have, especially like one certain particular family member. Um, It's really hard because she was her like happiness solely depended on seeing her friends and her family and going out to lunches and stuff. And I think it's really hard for people because you can go down a rabbit hole so easily. And like, especially if your happiness is so connected to seeing like friends and family, you can just go like downhill so fast. And it's so upsetting to see that happen to so many people. Yeah, I'm sure I've seen it too. I think that my anxiety was actually worse before the pandemic started. And it definitely online school was a big adjustment. Um, so, but it just never got to the point where it was before, um, we went into distance learning. Why do you think that is? That's interesting that your anxiety. Well, I was doing, I was doing a lot of things at once. Um, Sienna and I were going to go on a exchange group trip. And so we were taking Japanese lessons every week, um, and studying for that. And I had three different sports seasons going on, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and just school in general was kind of getting faster paced. So that was all kind of going on at the same time. So you were overloaded. I can totally yeah. relate. I can kind of, um, yeah. I, I'm on the same page with that. And now uh, Marlo. Personally, I wasn't like, nothing really changed for me other than like 
not being able to see my friends as much and the social activity definitely altered and I'm a very social person so that was a big change but um yeah I think more other people in my family were more um influenced because my sister she's going to she or she was supposed to go to college and now she's not because she doesn't want to spend like the whole like year online doing that and she was just really excited for the whole environment of college and now I think she's really bummed like she's really sad because she's just not going to go now and that's a big change you know what is is when I'm listening to you young girls speak is that you guys have been able to see your family members go through a huge change you go through depression and a lot of different things and I just want to know, what is it that you guys do that they can help out your family member? There's something you might tell some other kids that might be going to experiencing the same thing with their family members. You know, is it, is it, is it something you can say to these young kids to, uh, to give them some encouragement or, have, or possibly lead them in a direction where they can help out this person or people in their family that's going through this hard time? I think um, my advice would just be to talk to them, spend time with them, because like, it's hard being away from people and it's hard having them experience all these different signs of stuff happening to them. Like I haven't seen my grandma since March and she hasn't seen any people because she lives in a facility. And so it's hard. So I would just say spend time with them while you can. I mean, you just got to be there for them. Like Abby said, and um, me and my family personally, we've been going on walks every night together, like down by the Laguna and we have game night every night and just kind of enjoy the time, make it last. Don't be rude to your parents. Because <laughs> it'll come back to you and there's there's nowhere you can hide because now you're trapped <laughs> in the house with them. <laughs> Try to get along with everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah, and like one of the main things that I've been doing with my family is spending a lot of time like outside or if we want to go see some like some people we will do like an outside activity like maybe go to the beach and totally like social distance wear a mask that way we can like still have social connections mm -hmm. but we can do it safely and make sure that everyone stays like COVID free so yeah so do you guys feel like then that, that your family is actually getting closer together together during this time of this pandemic yes yeah. definitely yeah. oh that's good yeah I mean, you know what that's one positive thing that can come out of this because it's hard to find anything positive in it. But uh, like you said, I think it's people are having an opportunity to spend more time with their children, with their daughters and their sons and their mothers and their fathers. And, you know, I love that idea of you guys doing things as a family, whether it's going walking or it's going to visit a, another family member, somebody that you know that is safe and that's, that's practicing the same thing that you guys are. And uh, yeah, well, cool, man. You know what? I, I, it, I, it's awesome. I mean, I was hoping that that's what I would hear from you girls, that you guys were doing things as a family. Because you know what? Once you start getting isolated and you start thinking, when you start thinking to yourself sometimes, there's some crazy thoughts in there. Trust me, I'm a whole, little bit older than y'all. So the more time you have alone, sometimes it can be real dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny you say that, Jerry, about, you know, you can go down this rabbit hole or get negative. I was talking to Sienna yesterday. Uh, we had, I trained the three girls in basketball and we were doing a training and 
I had this thought come into my mind that, oh my gosh, I have so much to do today. I'm so busy. And I started to get a little anxious, like, oh, between three and four, I have this, I have this at five, I have to be there at six. And I overbooked my day and I started feeling stressed in, in my head. And then I just turned it around. I thought, wow, I'm busy. I'm lucky I get to be busy. Look at all these cool things I get to do. And I told Sienna, you know, we talked about that notion of, remember that Sienna? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that the best thing you can do when having all of these negative thoughts about what, ha what is happening around you or even just like negative thoughts at all is re replace it with a positive thought about the same subject. Like, like she, like Mariah said, oh my God, I'm so busy. And you can actually turn around and say, oh my gosh, I am so lucky yeah. to be so busy. I am so thankful that I have so many things to do. Yeah, so. that's it. And, and I think it's perspective in terms of positivity. And, you know, we're all about that here at the People Doing Good podcast. Um, I'm wondering if any of the three of you, and if you answer no, it's fine. Have you acquired any new skill during this? Have you learned to cook something? Have you learned to play an instrument? Did you have you anything new that you can think of? I learned how to make mac and cheese. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's my go-to meal every day and it's been awesome every so, day, yeah, every day. <laughs> i learned how to play the ukulele nice i yeah that was fun i have gotten yeah. like crazy into painting actually it's like just so calming and stress relieving and i'm like crazy obsessed with it now after this quarantine that's awesome. Yeah. So you are doing, you're doing stuff. Jerry, what are you going to say? Well, I'm just, I'm amazed at these, these young girls right here. You know, they're, they're doing things. They're not just being stuck and the mac and cheese and the, <laughs> and the painting. It, it's therapy. And, you know, I find myself doing a lot more cooking too, because it is therapy. And, you know, because you have to concentrate on what you're doing, because I know that when I get through doing whether I'm, if I'm cooking, if I'm preparing the dinner or something like that, you know, at some point, all of that other stuff's going to come back for a minute. So I might as well enjoy, have an attitude of gratitude of being able to do something that's going to put a smile on my face. It might be helping somebody else out. So, yeah. That's right. And hey, Marlo, I just, can you share your recipe with our listeners? Yeah. <laughs> well, hold on. Okay. So it's obviously not homemade mac and cheese because I'm not my mother, but it's the Annie's box. And it has to be the shells because the regular noodle type is not good. Don't do it. But it's the orange kind, like the orange flavor. So it's your really recipe, Marlo, is open the box, pour it yeah. in the boiling water. <laughs> I don't even do the water part myself. I probably just like make my mom do it because it's kind of <laughs> scary. The hot water and bubbling. I don't want to do that. Okay. Marlo's yeah. cooking dinner tonight, guys. It's too funny. Uh, so I wanted to touch on another thing with the three of you because I'm curious to know your opinions. Um, during this whole process of quarantine, the racial um, divide became kind of wild and out of control. And Jerry and I did a whole month on Black Lives Matter in June, and we spoke with some leaders in the community and I wonder for the three of you who live in a mostly white community, um, watching what was going on in the world and in our own county, what are your thoughts on that? 
Marlo, Sienna, and I have all been to the protests in Sebastopol um, in support of them. And Sienna and I organized one because we couldn't get a ride to the big one in Santa Rosa. Um, and it's been really interesting to see how we come together as a community and how we separate a little bit because um, the youth is really strong right now, I feel like, in our mostly white neighborhood. It's very strong into leading more broad systematic change. And um, I really like seeing the power that we have as kind of a generation and as a nation in that way. I personally like have gone to like five or six protests, even with Corona happening. I know for a lot of people, it's been kind of hard to go because they're scared about, you know, getting coronavirus, but which is, I guess, understandable. <laughs> but I think that um, my parents, it was kind of hard for them to let me go because they were worried at first. But the things that are like, need more pushing are worth it, you know, like, I need to go do that for Gen Z or like future generations because it's important that we like start protesting, even though it's crazy that we still have to protest for Black Lives Matter in 2020. Um, we should try to like get this out of the system. Like we are not, it just blows my mind that we're still protesting for Black Lives Matter. We all should be equal. This is just where we should be past this at this point. And I just, it infuriates me. I'm just infuriated. Sorry, gets a little heated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I can, I have been to a few protests. Um, Abby and I kind of organized just a little itty bitty one, just stood on the corner of Main Street and held up some signs, spreading our message. Um, but I can honestly say that going to the Sebastopol big protest was one of the most powerful and inspiring moments of my entire life. Just seeing how the whole community came together to support such an incredible cause. And it just showed how, like, if there's an, if there's a topic that's so important that needs attention, that the people who care about it will come together and help make those changes that need to be changed because Black lives do matter and they will always matter. So, yeah. I didn't you know, know you organized a protest. That's amazing. Oh, man. You know what, <laughs> young ladies? It's, um, I am very, very, very impressed with you ladies. You know, the way that you're thinking and it is a, what did you say? A, a new generation of a new nation or something like that. I, I like that. And, and you're so young and you understand what's going on around you in this world and you understand what's right and what's wrong. And you're willing to, to, to stand up and uh, express and voice your opinion. I take my hat off to you three powerful young ladies. Yeah, Thank you. me too. Um, so we veered onto another topic. I just want to get back to, I have probably one more question for you um, regarding education and getting back to school. And over the years of your education, you've had a lot of different teachers. And I thought it would be fun to do a, a, a teacher shout out with each of you. If each of you could think about your one favorite teacher and the qualities that they had that make them your favorite. Okay. Well, I know mine. Do we say them my name? Yeah, let's shout them yeah. out. Okay. So my favorite teacher was definitely Mr. Gachot. 
Um, you guys don't know who that is, but <laughs> he was my favorite because in class, he just made everything so much more fun. Like he wasn't like every other teacher where he just laid out what your responsibility was to do in that class and you do it. He um, really interacted with all the students. If we like did something like weird in class, like if we, we don't really like raise our hands in his class because we just shout out our opinions and he's totally <laughs> fine with that. Um, I once flicked him with a rubber band in class and he did not care. It wasn't on purpose, but I mean, that was kind of funny. But if I had done that with any other teacher, like I would have been really busted. They would have probably put me in detention. Yeah. But he's just fun and he kind of is kind of acts like a kid, but you can also tell like you need to respect him because he's obviously your elder. <laughs> and yeah, that's who I would say. Okay. Um, when you asked me like who my favorite teacher was, or not favorite teacher, but the teacher shout out, one teacher obviously came to mind because in fifth grade, I had a teacher named Miss Atkinson and I struggled with math so much. And she is the teacher who really helped me through that and made me like come to love math and really enjoy it instead of just hating how like unexperienced I was with it. And she was just so understanding and helpful. And I will be forever grateful for, every, for the year I spent as one of her students. So yeah, Abby? Um, yeah, so I had so many great teachers, so many. It was hard to choose, but um, I have this fourth grade teacher. Her name is Mrs. Brown or Allie Brown. And um, she's an amazing teacher. She's just phenomenal. She really knows how to touch her students um, and to really care about them. And I was having a hard time with math too, like Sienna said in fourth grade, and she taught me long division. And for some reason it just snapped and I went like straight to advanced math after that. And um, I've actually had a really good relationship. I work with her class a lot now still, and um, she's just always been there. And that's just a really nice, she's a really positive influence on my life. And we're still really good friends. That's great. But yeah, I think that Allie Brown. Good. I just want to say, I, I just want to thank them for being, you know, being part of our podcast here today because these are three young, powerful young ladies that are going to make a huge difference. It's already making a difference in your community. And I just can't wait to see and follow y'all's life and career moving forward because you have the right heart. And um, I'm excited for, for, for you three ladies. And uh, I want to thank you so much for being on our podcast because, you know, it's a little cloudy out now over here in Santa Rosa where I'm at, you know, it's cloudy outside and the wind is blowing, but the three of you young ladies have, 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 have put some light on this whole day. So you've been the sunshine part of this day for me and thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you for that having so us. Nice. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for listening to that conversation. Wow. Those girls are something else. You know what? Those young ladies, uh, those young girls are they're really young ladies right now. And I was so impressed with the thought process that, the process that they had. I mean, they thought about, not, it wasn't about themselves. They, yeah. they thought about their teacher and how, because their teacher's older and their teacher, they have family members. 
and they were concerned about the health of other people's in other people. And it's just for such a young group, freshmen, all three mm-hmm. of them, you know, Sienna, Marlo, and Abby, they were going to be freshmen at Anley High School. Mm-hmm. And Anley is a very lucky school to have these young ladies uh, being part of their being part of their program because uh, they seem so much older than their age right now. I agree, and you know, Jerry, listening to them speak, and you know, I've said all along on our podcast and just in life conversations that with this situation, I'm most concerned about the kids. I, I think it's going to be an outstanding generation of mm-hmm. of humans if those three have anything you know, to do with it. You know, like they said, it's, you know? a, it's a new it's a new generation for our nation, and that's what it is. It's this young group of young leaders in the waiting, like these three right here, and you know. For them, they live in Sebastopol. And for those that don't know much about Sebastopol, listen, I live in Santa Rosa. And, you know, I don't know what the percentage of uh, African-Americans they are in Sebastopol, but there's not that many, right? I would assume, Mariah. Yeah, very, very not. Okay, and I bring that up because these three young girls, you know, they were part of, of, of marching and part of protesting because they know right from wrong and they wanted to do whatever they could to be part of this movement here and they're they're dead set on making a difference because it's their world it's their world they're going to be controlling this type of stuff and it's not right like they said they're tired of it and it's unfair and uh, I was really impressed with these three freshmen to be young girls Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, we learned a little bit uh, about how to make mac and cheese from Marlo. And I thought that was just a, <laughs> so you open the box and you pour it in the water. But she needed her mother to help boil the water. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was thinking about, uh, Jerry and I jumped on the phone yesterday after the call that you guys had. And uh, Jerry, Jerry was like, well, how do you think that it went? And I was like, you know, when we give, you know, like us old timers, us old people, <laughs> you know, like when we're always like, oh, these, these kids, you know, the kids these days, you know, the millennials or whatever. But when you listen to kids like that talk and what they're passionate about and the kind of passion that they have at 14 years old, I wasn't like that when I was 14. And it, it actually goes, okay, there's, you know, there's some hope. There's some hope for you kids yet, you know? <laughs> Totally. It's remarkable. And hey, I have to give a shout out to those parents of those three girls too, because they're obviously doing something very, very right. So um, we appreciate you listening. Thanks to the girls for coming on and for your parents uh, allowing you to do so. Um, You can follow us on social media listeners at one good podcast. And that's the number one good podcast on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook people doing good podcast and jerry robinson's instagram was always a fun one to hop on some old nfl throwback photos and things like that you can check out we also have a patreon if you want to contribute a little bit to our podcast there'll be a link to the patreon you can throw us a couple of bucks and help us to keep doing what we're doing and we appreciate you very much and now for my favorite part of our program (laughs) Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. What's happening? Today's words from Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Don't treat people as bad as they are. Treat them as good as you are. Yeah, that's a good one. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the People Doing Good podcast. And remember, just treat people the way you are. 
That's right. Thank you. The People Doing Good podcast is brought to you by Shoes for Kids. For more info, visit shoesforkids.com. It is created and hosted by Mariah Volk and Jerry Robinson. Produced and edited by Charlene Goto of Goto Productions. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment wherever you get your podcast media. Follow on social media at One Good Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Email us at peopledoinggoodpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time.